By waiting and by calm, you shall be saved. In quiet and in trust, your strength lies. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. <clears throat> my name is Deacon John Catalano, and I'm here with my friend Frank Alasia from Rockville Center. Frank, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. Um, I'm wondering, though, I'm a little jumpy and nervous today. Why have you selected patience as a topic worthy of discussion? Well, I selected it, I think, because it's, it's, it's one of my faults. Um, and, and join, I the human, join the human race. Exactly. And mm -hmm. you know, one of the drawbacks of living in a society where everything is like instant, we believe that we should get what we want right away. It's like kind of, God, don't you know I want this? You know, I kind of want it now. And I think everybody struggles with, with impatience. And I just thought it would be good to kind of kick around. Oh, yeah. No, we say, look, patience is a virtue. But the truth is that acquiring the virtue of patience is harder than ever. I mean, learning to wait. Think about the, our phone. We have, everything is at our fingertips on our phones, our meals, our entertainment, our music, contacts, instantly available. And now we become impatient if we have to wait four seconds for something to load on our phone, right? Come on already, let's go. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. I, I think it's hard to acquire patience, harder than ever. Once again, pride is at the root of it. You know, pride and lack of detachment often bring out impatience in us because it's an expectation that things should go my way or that people should behave the way I think and that nothing bad should happen in my life, right? The patient person is always victorious in this life and in the next. And there's a saying that says, let's just wait on God. And people don't know what that means. Well, you know, waiting can be thought of as an action step, that it's, it's, it's a decision to, I'm going to stop all activity and I'm going to stop all thoughts and I'm going to focus my attention on God. And in effect, through prayer, wait on God. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we, we, we can't encounter Jesus in the past or the future, only in the present. You know, so don't, don't wish your life away. Do what you have to do now the right way, but don't rush. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of prayer, we ask God for things. We make our petitions to God and, uh, you know, we hope for them quick. My mother's having surgery next week and please guide me in my interview and my whatever work I'm, I'm, I'm working on. Those are sort right. of immediate things. But think in terms of long term prayers. And I think many parents can re recognize we're, we're all sort of praying in a way for our own children that they might one day come to uh, accepting Jesus Christ or coming back to the faith or coming back to the church, that kind of thing. Think of St. Monica. She was the exemplary person. She never gave up hope uh, and faith in God. Uh, she prayed for her son, what was it, for 18 years? And despite all of the frustrations with that, she prayed for that conversion of her son to the end. Yeah, St. Bernard has a great quote. He says, so I must put innocence first, and if I join self can." troll to it, I shall consider myself rich. But if I add patience to it, I shall become a king. But one of the things that we are, and I find this interesting, is we're selectively patient about who and who, we're, uh, when we're patient. It's like when we're patient at work, maybe with a co-worker, and then come home and we're not patient with a husband and a wife. When you really think about that, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, the truly patient person is, is patient under duress 
as well as um, they're, they're commended for it. One of the really people who were a, a great person was Bob Shepard. I know you know him from Baldwin, the great Yankee announcer. He was like an icon. And I, and I knew Bob Shepard pretty well because he's a St. John's guy. And I go over his house and talk to him. And I'll never forget his wake. I said to his wife, he, he's such a patient and kind man. And she said, yes. And he's like that all the time when, with everybody. It's not just because of you. So I, I thought that that was, a, that was he, a good story. He lived to be 95 years old and he was an, an erect, right. straight-backed man. And I thought he read the letter from St. Paul to the Corinthians more beautifully than he announced Derek Jeter's name at that home plate. But he did. It was like Jesus himself speaking because he was <laughs> a lector at the church. Right. It was like the voice of God coming, coming in the church. He was the greatest. But, you know, yes. but patience reminds me of humility in the sense that it's a virtue that leads to something else. It's not a goal in and of itself. I want to become a patient person. Why? Because with patience, you can fulfill God's command to love your neighbor. It's very difficult to love your neighbor when you're impatient. So I think there are some things that we can do. You know, I mean, if when people at work bother us, we can ask God for patience and forgiveness of others. And then when we're stuck in traffic, which is all of us, we can ask God, instead of grinding at somebody else on the road, just help us to be patient and courteous, make it a prayer time. And with difficult family members and friends, we can ask God to help us to be pleasant with them and merciful towards them. I mean, I think all these things are, uh, insti they instigate prayer. And when we ourselves are patient and kind and merciful, I think we create a better environment, not only for ourselves, but for everybody around us. Yeah, I asked the question, you know, God is so patient with me. Shouldn't I be the same with others? I mean, I know it's easier said than done, but you know, when you're, when you are like that, you don't know who you're influencing. And I think that the being patient can have a very positive effect on the people around you. I think the saints knew this. They, they, they learned to endure suffering patiently because they recognized the smallness of time in, you know, in life. And then when time, you know, when, when time runs out, so does life. So I think that that's, that's another good, uh, another good point. Yeah. And if, if, if we believed that we have a destiny, that God has a plan and that uh, including a plan for us, why wouldn't we just be comfortable with the notion that we have all the time that we need to fulfill mm -hmm. our destiny? There's no way to rush it or make it go faster or slower. We have all the time we need to fulfill our destiny. You had to be paid. And I know that we had spoke about this. Be patient with yourself. Yes. Don't don't be overcome with grief and sorrow. Ask this grace of the Holy Spirit. You know, patience purifies and cleanses the mess in our life. And patience, uh, patience is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Don't give up on prayer. Perseverance in prayer requires, I guess, patience and it instigates patience in us. Right. Uh, St. Alphonsus Liguori says the happiest man in the world is the one who abandoned himself to the will of God and receives mm -hmm. all things, whether prosperous ad or adverse, as from his hands. Wasn't St. Joseph the model of patience? I mean, yep. when the angel of the Lord came to him in a dream and said, take this child and his mother and flee to Egypt. We reflected on this in the past because Herod wanted to destroy the child. He walks a thousand miles on foot with a a donkey, a baby, and, a, and a, a, a mother. And when he gets to Egypt, what did he do? Didn't he 
wasn't he maybe worried or anxious about when am I going to go back? How long is this going to take? And what, what am I, how am I going to, I mean, didn't he get that way? But he waited until he heard from God again. And when the time came, the angel of the Lord did appear once again in a dream with another calling for him to go back. Yes. I think you said it well, Deacon. I think we have it covered. Thank you, Frank. Always enjoy talking to you folks. Email us, follow us already. Call us. Call us on the phone or email us at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. I love you a lot, Frank. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Deacon. God bless.